Welcome back to the Not Just Bikini Girl podcast. This is your host, Jasmine Jeffrey, And my word, what a few four to five weeks I've had, let me tell you. And hopefully my dogs, because they're in their crates, are going to be quiet for this episode. It's been really weird. I've actually recorded or tried to record this episode five times and that's not like me at all usually it's like one go if maybe a second go maybe but every single time I feel like I've just been trying to get back into like the swing of things so for some of you that have been following the personal Instagram whatever your girl got COVID I feel like a number (laughs) but um yeah got COVID and fair to say I think I pulled the short straw because I did not bond very well but I think it's going to be a bit of a, I like to time some things and I put something out on Instagram for not just a bikini girl, kind of like what sort of topics you want to see. So it's going to be a bit of a mishmash sort of episode, bit of an update with myself with all the COVID stuff and then go into probably just one of the topics and see what happens. So yeah, about four to five weeks ago, got COVID and fair to say it's been like a very, very strange four to five weeks for me. So I definitely pulled the short straw because I got all the symptoms under the planet. And usually like, you know, when you feel poorly, you can kind of like, you know, you can work around and you can do stuff and it's fine. Let me tell you, I have been on complete shutdown. I was in bed pretty much every day. Like my days were like when it was getting really bad, my days were literally wake up in the morning, go downstairs, make a drink. I was ordering Uber, (laughs) Uber Eats because it was just like, I was just, I didn't have any energy to like make anything. And then I'd like eat it, try and watch some TV. And then I'd be like, oh my God, I can't, I can't actually like sit up. Even laying on the sofa, I was like, I've got to go back to bed. So by the time it was like half eight, nine, I was already back in bed, like sleeping. And I'd sleep for like a few hours in and out. And then midday, we're trying to eat something, come downstairs, watch TV, and again, would last like half an hour at best, and then I had to go back to sleep. And I think I was only up for maybe like five hours of the day, like something absolutely crazy. But like the the exhaustion, it's so hard to put into words. But like the exhaust, the pure exhaustion I felt, it was like way more than like anything I've ever experienced. Smell has gone, so smell went. Smell is still gone. Taste surprisingly was was here but my appetite wasn't massively there and I've never had an issue with my appetite (laughs) do you know what I mean like your girl can eat so yeah it's been I feel like I'm struggling to really put it into words as to what this past four to five weeks have been like but it's been very very rough and I think both physically and mentally for me it's been it felt quite rough and thank god for the people I have around me and one thing like I am trying to do a bit more like patting myself on the back recently because I'm not very good at that but pats on the back to myself in the sense that my business didn't completely crumble and it was fine. I, I didn't actually tell anyone I had COVID for like a good week and a bit just because I didn't have the energy to. Um, and I didn't, in the like, in the weirdest way, like I didn't even tell my mum because I thought I don't, I just want to focus on getting better and not focus on any like external things. But with that being said, like no one noticed, which was good. Like I was happy that no one noticed in terms of like the business and stuff because orders were still going out, DMs were still getting handled and like the biggest appreciation to the people that work behind the scenes. So Katie DeSilva, Holly Jeans and Linda Lamb who does my packing orders because they have kept this business going and they 
are the reason that a lot of you right now have had your orders this month. Um, It's not even like they are 100% are the reason, reason that you've had your orders this month because they've been able to keep everything ticking over while I've just been completely incapable of doing anything. And I think it kind of has proven to me that even though like in the moment sometimes when you're doing something, you think, oh, this isn't isn't really amounting to anything. This isn't actually going to help me. It's not, you know, it's just not, no, not worth doing it. And then when the emergencies happen and things like this happen, you're not going, things, sitting there going, oh my God, I can't even focus on getting better because I haven't got anything in place. I was able to go, do you know what? The girls have got this. I can now take a step back and go, do you know what? I need to focus on just getting better. And even through all of it, I did kind of sit in my bed, hot and cold sweats, but going, oh, I'm so relieved and so grateful that this business can go without me sometimes. Like it doesn't always need me. And the girls have got this. Like it's just, it was just a very, um, I can't even explain it. I can't even explain it, but I think it's really proven to me once again, the power of putting systems in place, putting things in place. Like it's kind of like a backup of like an insurance. I'm trying to do that a little bit more recently. It's like anytime I can try and get a little bit ahead of something. So getting back into, you know, we've, I think we've got maybe four blogs, four months worth of blogs now all banked up in the system. I'm, I actually did start on like a compact handbook which kind of has all the details for everything in the business, but I'm really trying to flesh that out a bit more now. But yeah, I think both in prep and in business and just in everything it is really showing me the power of trying to get ahead sometimes and how much that can really help you. So you can focus on when, you know, when stuff does happen, you can just focus on the thing in front of you, not worrying about everything that's behind you, everything that's around you and all that sort of thing. But yeah, I would say I'm maybe like 50 to 60. Also, say about that as well. Podcasts. Thank God I recorded podcasts in advance. Because <laughs> you guys would not have had a podcast. So yeah, this has been the first one that I've gone right. I'm now back to kind of like ground zero. Ground zero? Why do I always say ground zero? But you know, I'm back to um, square one. That's the right saying. <laughs> back to square one. So I'm really, you know, back into kind of recording things again. But yeah, fair to say that like long COVID, I think I've definitely got something among those lines because I'm still not, I still don't feel right. Do you know what I mean? I still don't feel back to normal and I don't feel the same either. And it sounds a bit weird for me to say that out loud because I've not really spoken about it to anyone, but I don't mentally feel the same. Yeah, I just feel a bit off. I feel a bit off. I can't, I feel frustrated. I have felt frustrated with my body and my mind and just those sort of things because I know what I'm capable of. And I think it's frustrating when you try and get back to that and you're kind of like, oh, you just kind of, you feel like you're kind of in the dark. But on the positive, I'm still dieting just because I said to Joe, like, I haven't got much of an appetite anyway. And I feel like I do, you know, he's dieting as well. And I said, look, I just need something to focus on right now. So on a positive, been going back to training, even though have I hit the numbers that I did previously? Pfft, nope. But even though I have had a knock in terms of like weights and numbers and reps and everything like that, it's just, it's starting from somewhere and going back up, which has been the main thing for me and keeping back to like you know, all my food and just getting back into something. And I think when you feel lost and frustrated and things have kind of like, it's like someone's kind of, you know, there's like a dusty pillow and you like smash the pillow and all the dust comes up. That's kind of how I felt, feel like this COVID thing's done with me. 
But now that just are settled, having the structure, having bodybuilding, having those sort of things has really helped me to get, I'm not saying it's got me back fully to like normality, but it's been the stepping stone that I have needed to get into, you know, to have something to focus on, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, that's the COVID stuff over and done with, but just like the biggest thank you to everyone that's been so so lovely. I think I have lost track at some times with applying to everyone. But honestly, just like it, it was so lovely. The amount of people that like reached out and asked if I was doing okay. Um, it meant a lot. So thank you as always. So let's get into a topic. I actually haven't checked this, um, question box I did. So I'm just going to maybe depending. Let's, let's just depend. Oh, good timing. <laughs> I always find that happens when I'm on another profile. Then Katie's posted something on the um compact page oh that's funny anyway right where are we oh not a question but hope you're okay and thank you for your podcast so useful you're so welcome you are so bloody welcome okay i like this one so i'm just gonna keep with this one mental wobbles feeling like you're in between categories i.e too big for bikini too small for figure so let me see if you've actually competed i'm gonna give you a bit of a sneaky sneaky what word is that guys sneaky little stalk so it's i think it's a tricky one to kind of say because sometimes in one lineup you might be too big for bikini sometimes you might be too small for bikini it kind of sometimes depends on that sort of lineup so i wouldn't kind of get too worried about that if you're in between categories and you're not sure it depends it kind of depends so let me let me try and bring it bring this back so say you're in between categories you're in between bikini and figure but you really love the figure look i would personally just throw yourself into figure if you really don't like the bikini posing you really really your heart set on figure then screw if you don't think if you think you're too small then just literally put yourself in for it and I feel like with the figure class in particular, I think people get really wrapped up that it needs to be like excessively bigger. Whereas sometimes, and this is just from my experience of the past two ju- shows I've judged for FitX, the people that have placed in figure haven't necessarily been the biggest girls. It's been the people with the best structure, best symmetry, best condition, et cetera, et cetera. So I really wouldn't worry. I know it's easier than done, but if you're not too sure, then maybe go in for both and just see like how you fare. If you've never gone in for both, then maybe go in for both. But there's always the thing is like, you're always never gonna, I think the thing is with any category, let's be real, you're never a hundred percent gonna fit that criteria or fit that category. Like sometimes when I'm posing, if I really flare my, my upper body up, I kind of look like a figure girl because like my taper sometimes can be like, I haven't got a lot, but I've got an all right taper, I'd say. So yeah, just depends on where you're at. If you're not too sure where you fit, then, you know, just go into both categories, maybe in different shows or whatever that is, and just kind of see where you fare. Because I think sometimes we put too much pressure on ourselves to hit the right category first time or hit the fir- you know, hit the right federation first time. And you're not always going to. It's the same way with the training. Like you're not always going to 100% hit things the right way, the right time, every time, if that makes sense. So I personally wouldn't worry too much about it. Like you're still going to need to be, regardless whether you're going to be bikini or figure, you still need to be training at this point. If you're in between, then just use it as like a fun fun opportunity because you're not really going to get this opportunity again like it's a fun opportunity to 
delve into both and kind of figure it out and see what happens. I think some of us sometimes forget the beauty in figuring things out and not having it all figured out. I think that kind of sometimes goes against our bodybuilding mentality of like, we got to know exactly what's going on, X, Y, Z. Whereas there is actually a beauty of not knowing where you fit and kind of trying to figure it out. And yeah, like it, the, the experimentation side, um, I think sometimes we lose how, we kind of forget how cool and how fun that is. And I think once you've hit your category, like you're in it, whereas this period of time that you're in right now, you're never going to get back. So I hope that does help. Oh, I love the interviews with athletes. I've learned so much from hearing their experiences and motivations. I love that. What are the most challenging aspects of a prep for a first timer? What to expect? Probably could do a whole episode on this. I think the most challenging aspect as a first timer is you don't, you haven't got a reference point. So if you've competed a few times, even if it's not been 100% spot on, you have a reference point to go from. Whereas as a first timer, you're having to create that reference point and you don't even know what it is at this point. So it's kind of like a bit of a strange time. You do tend to, I think you always overthink things wherever, doesn't matter if it's been like your, your, your 20th prep or your first prep. But I think as a first timer, you overthink things even more because it's all brand new to you. So you're doing the right things by listening to podcasts anyway, but really just kind of try and dip your head right into the world of bodybuilding, of competing, follow accounts, read blogs, listen to podcasts, watch YouTube videos, like all these things are going to help you piece things together. And most likely like these days, if you have got a question, then it's either A, a piece of information that's going to help you get that answer, or B, there is someone out there that can answer it for you. But also expect that you're not going to know everything. You are going to have to make a few mistakes, learn on the job, but that's absolutely fine. And that's what everyone does. So you're not out of place for doing that. But I think it's, I think it is hard when it is your first time because you know, the prep feels like it is hard to kind of know, like, is this normal? Should I be feeling like this? Is this the right way to do the prep? Blah, blah, blah. But you've just kind of got to accept that your first time isn't going to go 100% to plan. But I don't think it should go 100% to plan, to be honest. I don't, in a nicest way, like, I don't think it should go 100% plan, 100% to plan. Because it might give you like a false, you know, when people have like two kids and the first kid's like angelic as hell, they're like, oh, this is like, that's how they expect and want things to be like and then they get the second child and it's a nightmare child and then they're like oh my god I was not prepared for this because I've had such a straightforward experience with the first child like if the same thing with like these like the dogs I've got right I'd rather have my first dog be a nightmare dog because anything after that is a bonus and anything after that is better so yeah I hope that makes some sort of sense I might do a separate kind of episode on that but I do hope it's given a bit of light into kind of the aspects that you can maybe find challenging kind of like as a first timer I'm going to do one more supporting a partner through their prep again I might do a bit more in-depth bits um in-depth episodes on this but I'm pretty sure you've done a prep before I think I recognize your name so you've just got to put yourself in their shoes as much as it's going to be difficult and just it's really hard because every single person is different every single relationship is different 
So I've had to learn over the years, even though Joe hasn't like, well, he's, he diets the same way as if he would prep, but I've had to learn what best helps him in certain situations, but also call him out on if he is being a bit of a dick or if he is being a bit of an ass. Most of the time he's not, luckily. But don't be afraid to call out your partner if they are, you know, you, we all have like a tolerance level and we can all, you know, t- handle and take a bit. But they kind of does come to that level where it's like, okay, you are taking the piss now. I know you're on prep, but you've still got X, Y, Z. And they, you know what I mean? So I think it's kind of ideally, whether it's before they start prep or choosing a good time when they're not hangry or anything like that, just to kind of chat to them through things, um, you know, voice your concerns and be like, you know, how can I best help you? in this situation and this is kind of what I need from you and obviously your expectations from that partner might be a bit lower and I would kind of expect that so you know you are going to expect that they're not going to be potentially as with it or as engaged and you kind of know that's temporary and I think it's kind of being open with them when you are feeling like oh like is everything all right this is a prep thing isn't it it isn't like a me thing because that's sometimes what we can start to think it's like oh is it actually me is it prep is it relationship but just keep that communication going and hopefully if you've been through a dieting phase or you've been through prep yourself then you can kind of you have got your own personal experiences to pull from to hopefully help them and I think trying to keep them organized is going to be really really helpful especially if they you know if it's a few weeks out from their show then you know make sure they're doing a skin prep or help them out with their skin prep if their energy is low you know, make sure they've got all their details or they've booked their town or they've done this or done that. Because again, I'm just talking from like, you know, a male and a female relationship where the male is in prep. But I know most guys forget to book their town <laughs> or forget to skin prep. So it's just kind of prompting them and kind of figuring out, okay, how can I help my partner? And when can I help my partner by kind of distancing myself from them and just letting them crack on? So yeah, I hope that does help. But I think I'm going to wrap up this episode here. Apologies that it has been a bit of a mishmash of an episode. Honestly, I've tried to record this episode like about, you know, update with COVID about four times. Just because just trying to formulate a sentence, my brain was like, I was like, oh my God, I'm just making no sense at all. But yeah, hopefully getting back to normal. Um, Just trying to stay positive as always. But yeah, just the biggest thank you to everyone that has reached out. Um, and to all the team behind the scenes that have helped keep the podcast going and compact going yeah be really really grateful for them around me so I hope you enjoyed the episode and I'm going to go and eat my first meal now so have a good rest of your week and I'll see you in the next episode